Hi there. You are listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast, where we talk about being unstoppable in your brand, business, and life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as an entrepreneur, lawyer, course creator, and author, I understand what it takes to strive for the next level. Through 20 years of having several businesses, making a ton of mistakes, and celebrating loads of success, I love to share my secret sauce, tips, and strategies on how you too can become unstoppable. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Being Unstoppable. I am super excited that you are here again this week. My name is Carolee, and I am your host, and thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate it. So this week, we are talking about how you should be vulnerable in your business, and you should tell your stories to help you attract your ideal client. That's what we're going to speak about. And I've been prompted to talk about this this week because I saw something on Instagram or Facebook where someone shared something extremely personal. personal, And it was fascinating to me. And I also share lots of stories about my life. In fact, I'm pretty much an open book. Um, There's not much that I don't share. So um, I really wanted to talk about it um, because it is really important that we share our stories in our businesses and in our lives. And I wanted to talk about why that is. The other reason is, is that um, in the last couple of weeks, I've been getting on calls with my ideal clients because I have been working on a top secret project, which I'm going to tell you about in a sec. But um, one of the ladies who I spoke to, she said, oh, I just don't know how much to share and, you know, how vulnerable I should get or if anyone even wants to hear my story, how relevant it is to what I do. So I wanted to talk about this this week because it is something that we think about. How much of our stories should we be sharing out in the public domain in regards to our business? And is there a purpose to sharing our stories um, for, you know, gaining business and being successful in our businesses? So before I get into that, I would love to read a review let me find it. So I have got a beautiful review here by Arika. Thank you so much for leaving this review. So genuine, to the point and useful. What an awesome podcast that has quick episodes on practical things to change your life. 20 minutes a day equals one week of your life each year. So ages ago, I did a podcast about how 20 minutes a day equals a whole week over a 12-month period and really challenged the listeners to think about how they're spending their 20 minutes a day because, you know, we can spend, say, 20 minutes a day scrolling Instagram, probably more than that. And so would you actually sit there for a whole week and scroll Instagram? (laughs) Maybe you would. I don't know. It's just interesting, isn't it, to put that 20 minutes a day into perspective like that because so often, you know, we just flit away 20 minutes a day and we don't give it a second thought. But really, if it's 20 minutes a day over 12 months, it's actually a week. Anyway, 
go back and have a listen to that podcast. It's a pretty good one. And thank you so much for that review. That is so kind and amazing. And if you are inclined to leave a review for me, that would be incredible. You just go to Spotify or iTunes, scroll down to the bottom, and there's an area there underneath all of the uh, episodes that you can leave a review. And it's muchly appreciated. So also this week, I want to talk to you about what I have been working on or actually give you a little sneak peek. So if you are tuning in between the 6th of October and the 9th of October, you are in luck. I am wanting to hear from you. If you are a female entrepreneur who wants to attract the right clients, more of the right clients, and scale your business without working in it daily. If you are wanting to do that and release yourself, have more income and more freedom in your business and get to the next level, DM me scalable and I will let you in on my little secret uh, because I am looking for only 20 female entrepreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. So let me know um, by DMing me at either Facebook or Instagram at Carly Fontanelli. I would love to hear from you. That would be incredible. If you are tuning in after um, the 9th of October, you have missed out on this little opportunity, but stay tuned because more is coming. So let's get stuck into the episode today where we're going to be talking about how vulnerable you should be getting when it comes to storytelling in your business. Now, this can be a really scary thing, can't it, to be putting yourself out there. Well, this week on Instagram, or no, it was actually Facebook, I saw Denise Duffield Thomas, who you might have heard of. She is an amazing woman who teaches people how to reprogram your money mindset and revolutionize your business and change the world. She's a very successful entrepreneur and I don't know her personally, but I know that we've got the same photographer because my photographer has um, taken photos of her as well. So she is an Australian lady. Anyway, This week on Facebook, she shared a story, I guess you could call it. She shared her tax return. She actually shared her tax return. And she writes on, so remember that her um, business is around money mindset. So she shared her tax return and she said, paying taxes is absolutely nothing to be worried about. My tax bill for 2019 is $552,000. Anyway, then she shares her largest tax bill was $800,000. And this year, her tax bill is probably going to be around $700,000. That means she's making a lot of income, right? So she shared that, but she actually shared the bill as well. So you can see the actual tax return. And she just has a little story about, I'm sharing this because let's make it normal. It's totally safe for you to make more money and pay more taxes. And it resonated with hundreds of people. 
hundreds and hundreds of people, so many comments on there and so many likes. And I also commented on it because what I found fascinating about it is that when I went to China, like I 100% agree with her, we do need to normalize um, taxes. But I, um, it resonated with me because when I went to China a few years back, I was lucky enough to go and see um, inside someone's business. It was a clothing factory where they make knitwear for a lot of stores here over in New- Australia and New Zealand. Anyway, um, they took us into this room of accolades. It was a big, huge room and it was just this blank room with lots of plaques and things on the wall. And they shared with us, um, took us over to the plaques and shared with us, there was a translator, all of these different awards and what they were for. And the one that they were most proud of was this award that um, showed us that they were the sixth top taxpayer in that city or that region. And they were so proud of it because being the sixth top taxpayer is a privilege in China. Whereas what we do in our culture is we shrink away from paying taxes and we grumble and groan about it, right? Which is exactly what um, Denise was sharing this week, which I absolutely loved. But to share the story she shared her own tax return, which is pretty vulnerable, right? Like that's not something that we would ordinarily see. We wouldn't ordinarily even share that with our friend, our tax return, how much we paid um, in our tax. So I found it fascinating and super interesting because it got me thinking, how much of our stories should we be sharing? in our businesses. Now, for me, as a lawyer and as a divorce lawyer who's been through divorce, in my early days, I really thought, you know, how much of my story should I share? Because it is very personal to go through a divorce and I'm here sitting here as the professional and they don't need to know that I've been through divorce. The truth is, is that when I share with my clients that I've also been through a divorce and I completely understand um, how they're feeling and how difficult it is, uh, they then feel much safer. They feel much safer with me because they know that I've got them. They know that I understand exactly how they feel because I've been through it. So what should you be sharing and what shouldn't you be sharing when it comes to your business and why should you be sharing your stories? So the reason that you really should be sharing stories is because it's such a powerful tool and it's a skill in every business on how to build a powerful brand. Now, in my um, course that I've been running, The Unstoppable Brand Formula, we talk a lot about storytelling and I get everyone to pull out all of their life milestones and we form about six stories around your life milestones. The reality is, is that most of us do what we do because we have a story to tell, because we have got to where we've got because, and we help the people we help because we've often been through it ourselves, right? So why not share that story? 
as to how you got to where you got and that you understand how your client's feeling because you were once them. And this is how you got out of that situation. And you can tell the story around, I got out of that situation by taking these steps. And maybe I took the long road and I know how you can do it much in a much simpler way. Or you might say, I took these steps and look at me now. So that's a really amazing what reason that you should be telling your story. And it helps people to resonate with you and connect with you. Brands and businesses that have stories and convey stories with purpose are ultimately the ones that stand out because you get to capture the customer or audience's heart and their wallets because they resonate with your stories. So it's so it is so important that we tell our stories and clearly communicated stories can be the backbone of your entire marketing strategy, which is something that is so important because when we are trying to speak to our clients, we need to speak to our clients in a way that they understand. We need to talk to their pain points and where they are at. And often our clients don't know how to get from one side of the river to the other side of the river. They can't see the stepping stones. They don't know how to get there. All they can see is that they are over on this side of the river in a world of pain. And it's your job to convey the story to them of how you were once over in this world of pain or uh, clients of yours who were over on the side of the river in a world of pain and how you navigated them or yourself across the river using this, these stepping stones to get across the river when to the transformation on the other side. So when you are able to convey that and you're able to tell that as a story, your brand and your business becomes a client attracting magnet, which makes you unstoppable in your business. And then after we do that, then we can automate that so that it can become so much easier for you. One of the reasons that stories resonate so much with people when you get vulnerable and you get down to the level of, you know, the client and thinking about where they are at and where you were at potentially when you tell a story, clients feel or potential clients feel understood. They feel like you get them because you do, because you've been there or you've helped someone who was there transform, right? And so when you're able to tell that as a story, people are able to connect. And that is why storytelling is so important. So when you think about uh, as you walk around well, you don't really walk around, but (laughs) as you scroll around the internet, when you think about it, what do you connect with? Do you connect with data and statistics or do you connect with storytelling? Do you connect when someone tells a story and then you go, ah, yes, I know exactly what that's like. That's when you actually connect. You're not connecting necessarily with data and statistics compared to storytelling. And so that's why if you can weave stories into your messaging, that's why it is so 
so powerful. So, And that is exactly the reason that you should be weaving your brand story and stories and client stories, testimonials and case studies into your marketing strategy 100%. Storytelling also helps your clients or potential clients, helps them not feel alone. Most people, when they're in pain, they think that they are a precious little snowflake and they're the only one who has been through this thing. But the truth is, is that they are not. And by telling a story helps them to not only resonate with you and connect with you, but it helps them to feel heard and not alone. I know for me, when I have a problem and then I hear someone else has had the problem and then these are the steps that they took, that I'm all is. I want to know those steps. I want to know how they did it. And we look to people who have done it before and who tell the story about how they've done it before. But sometimes that story, it requires us to get vulnerable. It requires us to tell things that are from our past that we might not necessarily want to share, you know, and, you know, I share lots of stories that are for me, a little bit embarrassing. You know, I it's embarrassing that I've been divorced twice. It's embarrassing that I was a high school dropout. You know, there are things that you feel embarrassed about. But then when you tell these stories, people say, oh, me too. I've, I was there too. Oh, I've been a single mum as well. And you're then able to resonate and connect. And that's what is so important. People don't buy from businesses. They don't. People buy from people. And even businesses, when you're a business to business type of business, people still buy from people because who's running the business and who is buying from the other business? It's all around people. And we need to feel connected in order to buy. And the more connected you feel, the more likely you are to spend and to buy and to use that product. So much of that is all around storytelling and telling stories that resonate with your ideal audience. The other thing that storytelling does is it makes you stand out from the crowd and it gives you the competitive edge. When you get vulnerable and you tell stories, you are going to be far more competitive. At the end of the day, decision-making when people want to connect with a product or a service, it's actually more about emotional than logical. That is so true, right? Think about yourself when you buy something. You will pay so much more if you have an emotional connection. It's true. The ability to tell your story is essential on how you can connect with your client. And that can really help to set you apart from the people who don't tell the story in their brands. For me, when I get emotionally connected to a story, I don't even think about the cost of something. For example, when I am in a liquor store, I will go and buy the cheapest bottle of wine 
like, you know, a $20 bottle of wine or something. I would never go into a liquor store ever and spend $60 on a bottle of wine. Like it just wouldn't happen unless it was a bottle of champagne, of course, but, um, you know, I say a bottle of red wine. You take me to a vineyard, however, (laughs) where I'm on the land and I see the vines and there's, you know, the owner in the wine cellar and they are like showing you their property and telling you how long they've been there for and that they're the winemaker and this is the grape and they tell you a story about the wine and about the land that you're standing on and about how long they've been there and how passionate they are about the wine that they make. I will spend a lot of money on a bottle of wine which is crazy, but it's all about the connection that I have. I feel, you know, connected enough that then I bring home the bottle of wine and I store it somewhere safe and I keep it for a special occasion and all of that kind of thing. But I would never spend that money in a bottle store. So that's just a story about how when I'm connected to something, that price goes out the window. So you've got that competitive edge when you're telling a story because it helps people to connect. And then they're not asking about price because price has nothing to do with it, right? When you're not telling a story and people aren't connected, then they will be looking at price. And then when you go to compete, what do you have to compete on? You just have price to compete on. We want to take price out of the equation altogether and that's what storytelling can do. Just like me going to a bottle store or me going to a a vineyard where I get to meet the owner, stand on the land, hear the stories and be connected. It really is very powerful. So when it comes to you and telling a story in your business, how important is it? And what should you be telling? How vulnerable should you get? You don't need to share your tax return like Denise, like the example I gave earlier, because that might not be relevant to your business. And I guess it totally depends on what's relevant to your business. So when you go back and you do all of the foundational work, like the work that I teach in the Unstoppable Brand Formula, when you go and do that a work, you then pick out the milestones of your life and the stories of your life that are relevant to your business. So you want to be vulnerable, but you want to also be relevant to your business and tell stories that are going to resonate and help your client. Think about their pain points and the land of pain that they are in and think about you either being there or the clients that you've helped be there. There might be a story around why you came to do what you came to do. So for me, as a divorce lawyer, I came to do that because I had been through a divorce and I felt connected with wanting to become a divorce lawyer because I wanted to do a better job than what had happened for me. And I do have a story around that. You know, and for example, for in my law practice, we offer a free initial appointment. And the reason I offer that free initial appointment is because when I went through a divorce at 27, I was terrified of how much it was going to cost to go and see a lawyer. 
I didn't have any money to go and see a lawyer, although I did have a property pool that needed to be divided, but it was all tied up in a house, right? So I felt intimidated and threatened and I was terrified of the cost. I went and saw a lawyer for an initial appointment that I paid for and it was the scariest thing. I remember I cried the whole time in the appointment, which is not unusual because I get lots of clients that are crying because, you know, it's a very traumatic time and it's a very surreal thing going and seeing a lawyer about your relationship breakdown. So I get that because I've been there. And the reason that I offer the free initial appointment is because I want to be able to help anyone that needs initial family law advice without there being a cost concern or that intimidation that they're worried about the cost. Lawyers are expensive. And imagine having to pay $500 for an initial appointment when you are worrying about how to feed your kids that week, right? So for me, I've woven that story into my brand at the law practice because I have been there. I know what that is like, and that is part of our brand story. And that is a reason that we do not charge for our initial appointments. Another reason we don't charge for our initial appointments is it's a great marketing strategy, right? So it's two, it's two stones, but we tell the brand story around um, my experience as the as the principal of the firm. So where can you tell these stories? You can tell them in your copy on your website. You can tell them uh, in your marketing. You can tell them to clients when you see clients for appointments, when you're doing those sales calls, whatever it might be. You can see how you can have the competitive edge when you weave your stories into your brand and into your marketing. It can really help to attract your ideal client. So that's only one of the little tricks that I have on how to attract your ideal client. And this week, if you are listening and you would love to be one of the 20 people that I am going to be choosing to come on an amazing journey with me on how to attract the right client and scale your business without you having to work in there daily. What does that mean? More freedom, more money, more time. And that is why you started your business in the first place, right? And often you get to a point in your business where you are working harder than ever. And we want that to stop. We want you to have more freedom than ever and more amazing clients than ever and really start creating that unstoppable life that you really desire. If you would love to be one of the 20, please DM me um, on Instagram or Facebook, or you can send me an email, hello at caroliefontanelli.com, and I will get straight on back to you with what is going on and how you can be involved. So that is all this week, folks. I am um, super excited that you are here and I hope that you have an awesome week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Being Unstoppable podcast brought to you by my personal brand, Freebies, which you can find at caroliefontanelli.com. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave me a review. You can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Just search for Carolee Fontanelli. Until next time, remember, if you believe in yourself, you will be unstoppable. Unstoppable.